Hello, welcome to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today we have with me Shay Wells. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we have Steve Reinhardt and Steve Hahn. Hey, Hello. everybody. How's it going? Good to be with you. Doing well. Well, that's good. Well, we're going to get right into this one. Let's see what the listeners think of this and what you guys think of this little question. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Does, does guilt and shame come from God? Gosh, I feel guilty just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think of that? Well, I, I first, you know, like me, I, I always um, fall back on what our definitions are. So mm-hmm. that's what, you know, what are you, I think of guilt and shame now these days um, as feelings, you know, that those are just feelings that I'm having in my body at this, at that, some moment in time, but maybe that's not what other people think. I kind of used to think of them um Oh, I don't know what what word it would seem, but more like sunshine. Uh, you know, it's, it's more like something that's happening to me uh, than something that's happening in me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not. It's like uh, guilt and shame or something that were imposed on me that I like. Guilt is my least favorite feeling. Out of all of my emotions, I think of it as an emotion uh, guilt is my very least, like if I've never had to feel guilty, there's a lot of advantages to feel guilty, but I re- it's my one that I really don't like the most. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. So what would you guys, how would you guys define guilt and shame? Do you think of it as like punishment or uh, what, how do, you, how do you guys define that? what we're actually talking about here? It's a great question because... Uh... You know, I started thinking about that. It was like, well, you know, what, what, what the world's a difference. And, you know, I'm no psychologist, but I, you know, I went online and started looking and stuff and Mm -hmm. through all the different articles and things I've read on it. Basically, I think the one that to me made a lot of sense was that guilt is when you view yourself as a good person, but you, you did something bad. And you feel bad about that. Whereas shame is that you view yourself as a, as a bad person Mm. and you don't like it. Yeah. And so it, you know, there's a subtle difference there Mm -hmm. and uh, one probably more damaging than the other uh, shame being probably worse because it's kind of your self image of yourself. I'm a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Whereas guilt is like, you know, some, I messed up somehow. I shouldn't have done that. And, uh, you don't, you don't go into that realm of, and that makes me a horrible person. Mm. And so I don't know if that makes sense, but that, I, that, that kind of made sense to me. Cause I do all that all the time. I go into the horrible person part. Right. Yeah. And because of that, you know, I, I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah. I'm, I'm a horrible person and, and I don't, I don't deserve to be around, you know, I, no wonder these people don't like me. And, you know, and even though they do, I think they don't. Right. And, mm-hmm. and uh, well, some of them don't. <laughs> and so I don't know to me, you know, cause what, what is that difference? And, 
and the next question in my mind was, well, how does that pertain to my belief in Jesus? Mm-hmm. And, and what does that mean? And, and I'll stop there and let you, you guys comment on the difference between guilt and shame first. But Well, do you think guilt and shame come hand in hand? Or do you think guilt comes first and then shame, like the way you're saying, do you think shame then just sticks with us? Because then we keep repeating, you know, keep reminding ourselves of our wrongdoings. And yeah. we beat ourselves up over it. I mean, I know like in the past for me, you know, I hold on to something and I almost think, well, you know, Jesus died for our sins, but, you know, that wasn't enough. I still have to beat myself up even more over it. Yeah. 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 Would you, I have to, I have you to beat myself up. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you think the shame sticks around more or the guilt or do you think they go hand in hand? They just kind of bounce back and forth, you feel shame, and then you feel guilt, then you feel shame, you guilt. Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I don't know, maybe it depends on the person and the kind of yeah. personality you have and, and your self-image. Uh, I've yeah. always struggled with feeling good about myself because I always found something wrong with myself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and so for me, you know, call it, whether you call it guilt or shame, it was... <clears throat> It wasn't a good feeling, like Steve said, and yeah, the feeling, it, yeah, it it ended up being fairly destructive mm-hmm. in my life and in, in my relationships, and and so again, the question comes to mind of well, you know, how does this relate to my relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. and 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 what does that mean? Yeah, because what is what does guilt and shame do to us? Well, it usually destroys me. So the question is, does that come from God? I don't believe it does. I don't think God is trying to destroy me when I make a mistake. Yeah. I think, I think it's the enemies whispering into me. I think it's myself, my own self-hatred. Like I've said before, I don't think the enemy has that hard of a time with us because he can whisper just the smallest thing to me and I can just run with it. On destroying myself. But what do you guys think of that? Shay, you got anything? Well, yeah, a few things. One is I had always felt like guilt and shame was like a warning from God. Like you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing this. But then people were telling me that guilt and shame is only from Satan. And so then I was like, well, now I'm confused because some, you know, I, I was told this at one point, like God's warning you when you feel that guilt and shame, like you need to stop and reevaluate things. And then everyone's like, well, actually guilt and shame is from Satan. And I'm like, well, why would Satan be trying to warn me about something when he wants to destroy me? And so I was super confused by it. And I will say, um, and I know that I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, I don't know if anyone has heard of Brene Brown, but she has a great Ted talk on guilt and shame. And she actually is a therapist who studies guilt and shame. And she has a couple of quotes I just wanted to throw out there. And one is she says, the difference between shame and guilt is the difference between I am bad and I did something bad, which is exactly what you were saying, Steve. Okay. And then... She said, shame screams, but guilt speaks. 
Shame rages, but guilt urges. Shame insults, but guilt teaches. Shame destroys, but guilt prunes. So she talks a lot about how shame is what like destroys us, but guilt is actually where we learn and guilt can actually be a positive thing. Like Steve Reinhardt, what you were saying, how it can actually be something. Yeah. Yeah. There's positives to feeling guilty. And I think what happens is we always want to feel the happy emotions because happiness and joy and all those things are really great. But when we feel the negative emotions like guilt and shame, it's like all of a sudden, I know for me, I internalize that. I feel guilt and shame and I start going, what did I do wrong? How can I fix it? I'm a terrible person. And I just shame myself deeper into it instead of kind of pausing and going, where's this coming from? Where can I learn from this? And where's God in this? Because God is in everything, not just the happy, good emotions. And so being able to kind of pause and go, what's God teaching me in this? Is this something I'm imposing on myself? Or, you know, kind of where is this coming from and and taking like a mental evaluation, I guess. Hmm. I like that. What do you guys think? (laughs) Well, I I always think something (laughs) may not be right, but, uh, you know, it's interesting that, that, you know, initially Shay, you said you thought, and, and correct me if I, if I mis misstate this, but that, you know, basically the guilt was a good thing that guided you uh, in terms of, you know, behavior. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then people say guilt isn't from God. And so basically what they're saying is that God, God doesn't guide me through this emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, uh you know, the problem is with the labels and, and you know, the, the label guilt. And, and so I think if you look in the, in the New Testament anyway, I think the word guilt's only used eight times. Mm-hmm. And, and most of them are for, I find no guilt in the man. When, when Pilate was talking about Jesus, I find no mm-hmm. guilt in the man, you know, different times in the gospels. And so it's interesting to me that that word really isn't used that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the word convict is is a different word, and that's something that the spirit does with us. The spirit convicts, and well, what does that mean? And so, you know, conviction is just uh, you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm not a Greek expert, but it, but it basically means to convince somebody of the truth, you, you know, to mm-hmm. accuse, to refute, to cross examine. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like the Holy Spirit's an, a, a prosecuting attorney, so to speak, pointing out things about God and about ourselves, and and so uh, I think the Spirit of God does convict us, mm-hmm. and the question is, you know, is that destructive or is that a good thing? And and I tend to think it's a good thing, and and. If you want to call it guilt, is that you know that feeling of gosh, I I did something wrong, and I shouldn't have done that, and and just take the example of let's say you're you know at a party with a bunch of friends and stuff like that, and you're joking around, but you say something hurtful to somebody else, mm. and as soon as it's coming out of your mouth, the words are still hanging in the air, right? 
Mm-hmm. And you and you just know that, oh man, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that was that was a really bad thing today to say. And you just feel bad about it immediately, or, or maybe even a little bit later, but but something tells you that I shouldn't have done that. Well, do you have to be a Christian to get that feeling? No. No. Mm-mm. No. And so that feeling itself, I don't think, is, is something that is necessarily solely the Spirit of God. Uh, although I think the Spirit of God can use those kind of things. I think he uses it in my life. And the question becomes, well, what do you do with it when it happens? And for me, I like to, I don't always do this, but I, I do try more now that I'm older that I try to clear that kind of stuff up right away. Mm-hmm. And instead of letting it simmer and, you know, roast a little while and, and, you know, I, I, I want to try to deal with that right away. And I, you know, I, I like to think it's the spirit of God, but, but I, I know that people that aren't Christians get that feeling. And so I don't know if guilt in itself or conviction is a feeling so much as it's revealing a truth about something and and you know that that conviction that reproof that convincing me of something that's true because i think that's what the spirit of god does it, it convince it, it it tells us what's true and what's not you know because because uh jesus said the spirit will come to convict of sin and righteousness and judgment and, and, and then he goes on to explain that a little bit. And uh, uh, basically, the, you know, the, the, the sin part, he said, because they don't believe, you know, mm-hmm. concerning sin, because they don't believe in me. And, and that really deals with, the, with the, the principal issue of Christianity. You know, do you believe in Jesus or not? And that's what the spirit does. The spirit convicts of sin because it, he said concerning sin, because they don't believe in me. And, you know, I don't know if that really has anything to do with whether I feel good or bad. Uh, it, ha- it has everything to do with whether I believe or not. And then uh, concerning righteousness, he said, cause I go to the father and what the spirit does is it reveals who Jesus is and as we know, Jesus is the only person on this earth that ever lived a perfect life. Uh, he, he's the only one of his species, perfectly God and perfectly man, the only one that has ever existed like that, and completely righteous and lived the Sermon on the Mount perfectly. And that's what the Spirit teaches is that that was Jesus. And, and when we see that, it's hard. It's it's hard for us to look at. It's hard for us to say that you know, wow. You know, because because we're not perfect, and so the spirit reveals that. And the next thing, judgment, is that there is going to be a judgment. You know, the Bible's very clear on that. There is going to be a judgment, and. Uh, for some, it's going to be a happy time and others it's not. And I know Steve wants to say something. Just let me finish this thought. Uh, and I'm talking about a judgment in the future, not here on earth. But uh, 
what that does is it reveals my need for Jesus. And I need him. So, you know, my belief, I view God against myself and see he's perfect and righteous. And, and that uh, he wants me to have a relationship with him. And if I don't choose him, it's fine. But there's going to be a consequence. Okay, Steve. Yeah, I really like what you're saying, Mr. Hahn. Uh, and I think we have, uh, I'm glad you brought that scripture up. Yeah, you know, that the spirit comes uh, to convict of sin and righteousness and judgment. And, and I think that happens all the time. And when we're feeling guilty or shame, uh, we have this thing, and this is kind of a little bit off topic, but not, not entirely. We have this thing, what I call, uh, I have it going on in my mind, and I call it the courtroom of the brain. It's, and it's always in session. It's always in session. Yeah. And, and that's part of the reason why there's uh, shame and guilt. Well, I feel shame and guilt because I've got this courtroom going on in my brain. And there's this, um, there's the judge, there's the prosecution attorney, there's the defense attorney, and then there's uh, the, the accused. And, and, uh, and, and the spirits run in the courtroom, let's say. Uh, and, and he says, okay, so his job is to bring, um, convict, convict the, the accused of sin and righteousness and judgment. Not one, or not one, but all three, right? Mm -hmm. He's there, he's there to bring about the truth. And so, uh, I, I like that process, uh, and let him do that and let the, let the, the prosecution attorney, uh, you know, sometimes like we were, we think, well, was it Satan? I'd love to have Satan as my prosecution attorney. That would, you know, he's to prosecute me. I mean, gosh, he's not, he doesn't have any new tricks. He doesn't have any cards up his sleeves. Mm -hmm. They're all, they're always the same. And uh, there's, you know, they're easy to challenge. And, and so, and then, and then uh, I'm guessing maybe the, I get to be my own defense attorney or, or the spirit is, or, you know, oftentimes Satan is, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't do that. You know, I'm not that, I'm not a bad guy, you, yeah. you know, and I, I like that process because it goes on in my mind. And I've oftentimes, as I've let that process go out, uh, it's like, um, you know, if you were to accuse me of something uh, like Steve's, we talked about a little bit, or I'm not the perfect husband. Uh, you know, I've talked sharply to Barb this morning. Um mm. This courtroom's going on. I mean, it happens in a split second, right? Yeah. And so I'm so so I feel guilty. I feel ashamed. I should be better. I'm telling myself I'm a bad. I should be better. You know, it's not what Christians act like. I'm not living up the Sermon on the Mount. And then the and, and then the it's like the, uh, the the fastest way out of the whole thing for me is to go guilty as charged. Now what? Mm -hmm. And and the and the judge goes. You know, oftentimes the judge, uh, the judge for me oftentimes goes, you know, the only, the only charge against you is you should feel guilty and shame because you're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And so the judge for me goes, I'm throwing this case out of court. There's no evidence, you know, like the, the, there's no law that says Steve's got to be, do be perfect all the time. Uh, you know, that's just a complete you know, that Steve can't be human, that Steve can't make mistakes, that Steve has to be perfect 24-7 for 65 years and never and never do anything that's human. And so the case is, you know, case dismissed, you're free to go. 
And oftentimes I think that, and, and for us as Christians, the case is always dismissed because Christ paid the penalty, mm -hmm. right? The, right. It, it's always dismissed. It's never, it's never like, oh my gosh, you could say guilty as charged and he'll go, you're right, right on. Yeah. Like, what, are you, are you shocked at that? I mean, I think that's the thing for us as Christians is mm -hmm. like, sometimes we feel shame because we're telling ourselves, well, I'm really not like that. Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much convinced I'm capable of anything. I, I'm absolutely convinced of that. Think yeah. of the worst, think of the worst human atrocities. Uh, I'm convinced I could do that. Uh, given the Holy Spirit just let me go nuts. I'm mm. convinced I could do anything. And uh, because of that, it's easier for me to say, oh, guilty as charged. I, I wouldn't expect actually any more, any, any more than that for me. Anyway, yeah. uh, that, sorry about going oh, off. I like but I liked what Steve was saying, because it kind of is a courtroom, you know, conviction is a courtroom term. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, we don't usually, you know, my my ex conference con stands for convict. You know, you're an ex con. Uh, so like, well, all right, I'm an ex con. Ex con. You know. Yeah. There's a, there's a reason I'm an ex con because somebody paid the penalty. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, so, and I, I like that, Steve. I like that uh, courtroom of the mind because that's exactly where I go. Is you know, and and you know, my little example. I say something. Uh, at a party to a, to a friend and, and it's, and it's mean, you know, and, uh, or semi mean and men is a joke, but it really hurt. And, uh, you know, the courtroom's in session immediately. Yeah. And, uh, at least if you have a conscience, I guess, <laughs> you know, so there's sometimes where I say things and I don't even realize it. And yeah, so probably often. Yeah. And, and probably often. Yeah. I, yeah. I had that with a friend of mine. She wrote me, she had said something about being a you know, patient or something. And she knows that I don't like to be treated as an invalid. Uh, and so, and she, she's an atheist. And she wrote me a really nice email and said, you know, I had a really, I just said that. And I, you know, I'm really, like you said, she said, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh my gosh, I might've really hurt Steve's feelings. And she wrote me back this really nice email. And it was nice to just have her check in as a yeah. friend, you know, it was like, I'm just checking in. I, 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 I'm really, I was never, never be my intention to hurt you. Mostly she goes, most like she, she and I like each other. Cause she goes, sometimes I like to hurt people. You know, I'm, I, sure. I like to look down on people and, mm. uh, but not you. And, uh, and so it was really nice to have that. And I, and I could say, oh my gosh, you know, I love being right. And, and I, and I love actually telling you this, Amy, you're wrong. He, it didn't bother me at all. You know, what you said was like, no problem, no problem. And so she wrote back and said, you know, I usually like being right, but I'm really happy to be wrong this time. Uh, so I think that happens in all of us, Christians and non-Christians, mm -hmm. where, we, where we, we're sensitive to each other and we care about each other. And, uh, and that you would even care that you might have hurt somebody a split second afterwards, um, I think is just marvelous it gets we see we get to see christ in each other mm -hmm. Amen. yeah i agree so even through that process uh, anyway so Noah, we haven't heard a whole lot from you well i'm just kind of listening i was when shay was talking about the guilt thing i was like oh i didn't really ever think about it that way of 
I don't, and that's the thing. I don't know if I can, I don't know if, I don't know what you guys are saying on if uh, guilt comes from God or not, but I understand that um, I can learn from it, you know, and God, I think God can use anything in our lives to teach us things. So, I mean, are you guys, I guess that's a question for you guys. Do you think, I had this thought, just as humans, do we just, are we born kind of that we have that in us where we get guilty and have shame? Is that just a normal part of life? That's how God made us. And then God knew we were, you know, he made us that way. So then he can teach us things in that he can teach us to go to him. He can show us what between right and wrong. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Am I kind of on the same page of you guys or not really? I'm just trying to figure out what everyone's saying. Yeah, I, I my brief answer was be uh, since I've been, and this is a, a cognitive behavioral theory. It's a mm -hmm. theory yeah. that all our feelings come from what we say to ourselves. So mm -hmm. the things that Shay had mentioned that on the TED Talk and Steve said when he says to himself, um, uh, I'm no good or I've done something bad. Uh, those are like self, what I'm telling myself about myself. Mm -hmm. uh, or if the feelings come from our thoughts uh, and what, we, what we're saying to ourselves. So I, so I think that's important if you believe that, you know. Right, um, yeah. You don't have to say that's true. I, and so, you know, I don't know. It's, I, I don't, I, it's like one of those questions where I ask, you know, I, I don't know, like, does growing hair come from God is kind of what it's like to me is like, right. <laughs> uh, I think some for, for Shay, it does for us guys that are balding, maybe not. I don't know. I don't, so I don't know. I don't have a good answer for your question, but I think we would, we would want to, as Christians, we like to have an all or nothing answer. Mm -hmm. for things. Right. That, oh, yes, or oh, no, or no, the mm -hmm. guilt's always from Satan or guilt's always from God. And yeah, uh, but if, but if we would say maybe hunger would, if, if like, or does hunger come from God? Mm. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think maybe it's just like part of us, the way he made us to survive. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and maybe guilt's the same way we get to get along with each other. You mm -hmm. know, we, we feel a little guilty. Um, or, or, you know, I've, uh, when we, when we look down on ourselves and we bash ourselves, I was at a dog trial with this lady the other day and I was asking her about like training her dog. And she goes, I make a mistake out there. I come back and I beat myself up for a little while. So she's telling herself she's a bad trainer. She's like one of the foremost trainers in the world. She's gone to worlds and she goes, but then I stop and I say, okay, that's, that's enough beating myself up. I'm going to now learn from my mistakes. And so I think it's such a human thing to do, um, not always helpful when it goes to the extreme, you know. And so I think if we can recognize what we're doing to ourselves, especially with shame, uh, it would be, it'd be better if we could maybe tone it down. Yeah. Uh, and, and not and not let the you know devil push us because he's like he always he's always an all or nothing kind of guy. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and the Lord is not, uh, I don't think he's that way. I think he's, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, so I guess I don't know the answer to your yeah, question. No, no, I think you answered it perfectly. Shay, you, you look like you had 
you're dying to say something. Well, no, I was just thinking while she was talking and while you were talking that really guilt and shame is in the same category. And this is just what I'm hearing is in the same category as sin, where it becomes our focus, where we feel like we're trying to figure out why we're doing it and where it's coming from and why it would be in our life. And we do that with sin too, of like, why do I keep doing this? And why is this still in my life? And why can't I give up this sin? And I'm awful, which then leads to the guilt and shame, but maybe God's leaving the guilt and shame and sin in your life to point to him instead of just always trying to figure out why it's there and why we can't get rid of it. And when Noah and I were, were researching guilt and shame last night, we were looking for different scriptures and we came across two, which they talk about how we were not designed to carry guilt because Jesus did that for us in Colossians 2 14 and first Peter 2 24 And because of Christ, we can walk in the light and never again suffer under the burden of guilt, which is, which goes hand in hand with exactly what God says about sin as well is like, I sent my son to not only take care of your sin, but to take care of your guilt and shame. So I think we just tend to just focus as Christians on sin. That's what I hear all the time of like, Jesus died for your sins. Jesus died for your sins. He also died for your guilt and shame. He didn't just send his son to just abolish sin, but also to take that guilt and shame. It doesn't mean it's going to go away. Same with sinning. Sinning doesn't just go away because you become a Christian. Neither is your guilt and shame, but to shift your focus back on him instead of just having your focus be now guilty. Because I tend to do that. I don't know if it's my unique self or what, but I tend to just focus on my guilt and focus on my shame. And, and that becomes my focus instead of going, I'm human. I'm going to feel guilt. I'm going to feel shame. I'm going to sin. But then where's the focus after you feel those feelings? Where's the focus after those come into your life? Was my thinking. I got a good, I got a good thing, thing that works for me when I feel guilt or shame or anger Anger is a big one for me. Uh, it's um, trying to hide that, trying to fix it, trying to come up with a solution for it. Uh, like for probably most things in my life, it always becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I just admit it, oh, I'm feeling angry. Yeah. Almost, it's almost like a bubble that pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I mean, that's something that I I like to be able to say, like when I'm feeling frustrated, I can just say, oh, I'm feeling frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling depressed. I, you know, I'm feeling sad. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, and so those, those kind of feeling words, I'm feeling happy. I'm pretty happy, pretty glad, uh, um, or excited. And mm-hmm. just expressing those things helps, um, me to not focus on them. Like you were saying, Shay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not denying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't have to hide it because I think as Christians, oftentimes we think we're we're only allowed to have. You're only supposed to have, you know, if Jesus died for guilt and shame, you sure better not be having guilt or shame. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't feel shame. You should. You shouldn't feel depressed. You shouldn't feel angry. And so we have a whole lot more should statements that go, coming into the courtroom of the brain. Mm-hmm. 
like we we are instantly convicted. And so to be able to just go, oh yeah, I'm guilty. I'm having this. I'm having this feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to a guy at the, at the thing yesterday, and we were talking about um, temptations to, you know. And I found another like-hearted guy who's got this temptation to want to like wring people's necks, or <laughs> you know, uh, you know. He was talking to me about a scene in a Rob Roy movie where this woman says after she's been raped, after my husband comes back and kills you, we're going to think of you no more. And I said, all oh, right on, you know, like that. And so I think we, and I said, but you know, the problem for me is that I would probably do that if I couldn't just express the temptation. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think this is the same for me. If I can just say, you know, however I'm feeling, uh, then I know, I know Christ knows it. And I don't have to hide it. So Mm -hmm. it kind of goes in with kind of how you operate, Noah, just being genuine and bringing things to the light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's really not an answer to your question. And and we're almost out of time. Yeah, I mean, I I think I like what all, all of you guys have said so far. I mean, really what it comes down to, at least what I'm hearing is God can use anything in our lives to bring us closer to him. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid of any of it, right? He's not afraid of sin. He's not afraid of guilt and shame. They can use anything for us to get our focus back on him. So yeah, I really enjoyed hearing all your guys' different opinions on it. So thanks for doing that. What's your opinion on it? On guilt and shame? Yeah. Is it to come from God? <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh I would like to say no, but it's it's one of those trick questions like like Steve, you were saying, like you don't know how to answer it because I can still see the big picture, the guilt and shame. He built me with guilt and shame. Um, so in that aspect, I guess I would say, yes, it does come from God since he's the one who made me this way. Um, and then I see the big picture on how much he uses it for me to get closer to him. So yeah, that's how, that's how I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> I like that, you know, because a guilty conscience, I mean, a guilty conscience experienced by everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I like what you said, Noah, about how God uses it. He, I, I like to say he doesn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If exactly. something's there that he can use to draw me to him, then mm-hmm. I want him to use it. Yeah. And so, but then you know, the enemy, on the other hand, is going to use, continue to use it to, to destroy me. Yeah. And so you have to know when God's using it and when, when the enemy's using it. And and that has to do with the blood of Jesus, as Steve was talking about that, the, you know, the, the court in the mind is, is being dealt with. And, and the bottom line is when it comes to sin, I'm not guilty because of Jesus. And that's the only reason because of Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I like that. I, I, uh, I know we're running low on time, but I, it brought me up to this, uh, story, just quick story. When I was going through like really bad stuff of, uh, my, uh, sexual abuse stuff, I would, you know, our marriage was on pretty bad terms because I was dividing so much. I was trying to hide so much, just like Steve Reinhardt was saying, when you hide stuff, it doesn't go well. So I was trying to hide it and hide it. 
And, but, you know, Shay, of course, knew about it. She knew what I was doing. And, you know, I didn't want her to touch me and all that stuff. Anyways, I remember one time she was, came to me crying and she was so mad at God and said, you know, I pray all the time that he'll take this from you. Mm -hmm. I pray it all the time and it's not working. Why isn't it working? And I, and I looked at her right then and said, don't ever pray that again. It's the one thing that always brings me to God's feet. Mm -hmm. Non-stop every minute, every day, every second, it brings me to God. So just start praying to God. Thank you for having it in his life. Cause I said, that is what's bringing me close to him. And that's where I like Steve Hahn, you said, he doesn't waste anything. He always wants us close to him. So it is cool how it all works, but we might not like it sometimes. Well, the end <laughs> result. A good feeling. What's that? I said the end result hopefully is, you know, as we say, abiding. And yeah. Just being with Jesus. Yeah, just being with Jesus. Resting. And see what he has for you in the day. All right. Thank you guys so much. Um, that was a lot of fun. So, uh, listeners, if you want, let us know what you think. You can always comment on YouTube and you can always comment to restrict to me, Noah at abidinglife.com or Shay at abidinglife.com. S H A Y. You're moving up in the world. I am. That's right. Email. I'm official. I have an email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you guys again. Always. You guys. All Love right. you guys. All right. Love you. Bye. Oh, Jesus, it is finished.